All right, Spurs Nation, what's going on? It's a big day for the Spurs because we get to go to sleep a little bit more like happy. We get to kind of not be killing ourselves. Like I'm not going to be in the middle, you know, waking up in the middle of the night like, ah, we lost a 20 point lead again. Um, no, big win for the Spurs, Spurs Nation, 136 to 117 over the Sacramento Kings. No Tyrese Halliburton tonight, but uh, everyone else was there. Uh, and here tonight with me on this postgame show on After the Buzzer, you're watching After the Buzzer, I got Jude McLaren from SSPN. What's going on, dude? What's up, y'all? Not much, man. I'm glad to be here talking about a Spurs win with you. It feels like it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you guys haven't, you know, subscribed to SSPN, make sure you go over to their channel. All you got to do is look it up, SSPN, and you can find all their work there. They just did, you guys just did a, a grading the, first, the yep. first 10 games, right? So, you know, we're going to get into this game, guys. It's, it was a great win for the Spurs. What we're going to do on this show is we're going to give out a game ball we're going to talk a couple big stats, go over a glow spot, which is a positive area from tonight's game, and then a growth spot, which is an area that we can still improve on moving forward. But before we do that, Jude, on that, just because it was a great breakdown, um, kind of like grading the roster uh, that that's getting minutes, right? You guys were kind of like a little bit specific on, you know, you're just kind of grading the guys that were getting tick right now. Um, you know, from from those previous 10 games to, to this game coming in, I'm probably catching you off guard with this, but... Um, good. <laughs> you know, what was some, what, what was like, a uh, who had like that big difference for you tonight when it was just like, you know, th they're on and it just makes everything so much easier from those previous 10 games that we've kind of gone through. You know, I, I, when I look at the roster, like, and we're going to get into this tonight, but when it comes to just, cause we graded every single player that has got significant minutes on the night or, or that has played throughout the season and word that correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, but the guy that we gave the highest grade to, well, I think it might have been a tie, but I think the highest grade that was given out, I think Ethan gave out this grade, was to Devin Vassell. And that's the guy that I got to roll with tonight. He only took seven shots, and they were all threes, went yeah. five for seven. Yeah. And he's been playing well all year, so it, it may seem kind of weird when it comes to your question, but with the aggressiveness that he was having. That's, I think, the difference that we saw tonight. And like once he started hitting threes and was aggressive and just taking them regardless, I feel like that just like gave the confidence in this game specifically to the rest of our three-point shooters on the roster to do the same thing. Because after he caught fire, you saw Lonnie shoot more. He got a little bit hot. Then you saw Bryn come in, basically kind of play the same way. And for the first time in a couple games, we saw him get hot. Yeah. Um, and I believe, yeah, and even Dougie McBuckets came in there um, and he was one for two, I believe, like midway through the third quarter or maybe might have not been something like that. But he ended up uh, yeah, getting it going, catching fire. Right. And yeah. even you can talk about DeJounte if you want to a little bit, too. So yeah. I just think that, I mean, the spark plug that he is off the bench and the way that he was playing with those threes led led to just, I mean, so many good things happening on the floor. He's been the he's been the biggest bright spot aside from Dejounte on a consistent basis. I want to say over the last four four to six games for for sure. But all right, Spurs Nation. So we're gonna kind of dive into tonight's game against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, we're gonna start off by giving out a game ball. Tonight was one of those nights that we want to see more often from the San Antonio Spurs. We had seven guys getting double figures. There's a lot of guys that stepped up in big moments, I feel like, you know, throughout scattered throughout the game. You know, you had DeJounte Murray, who was doing DeJounte things, you know, like every single quarter he was out there. Even Lonnie Walker, you know, uh, who I'm very critical on, like, of the show. I just 
happened to be right this season, but um, he had big moments. Vassell, like you were mentioning earlier, McBucket had some big moments. Drew turned it on in the second half. Thank God. <laughs> um, but you know, white, you know, still, still, you know, we'll talk about white later, but for the most part, I mean, he was doing great things on the defensive end too. He was coming over, getting help side blocks, just help side charges, you know, challenging contests drives to the rim and transition, you know, so white was huge. And so for, for me, this game ball was, was really hard to give out tonight. Um, but I think what I want to do, um, was just go back to the moments where I felt like, uh, Oh, uh, Oh, you know, here we go, here we go, here they come. And then, you know, we just started answering back. So to me, that's like I mentioned a little while ago, it's DeJounte Murray with 26 points. He was a plus 30. I don't even know how that happens. But um, he goes two for five from the three-point line, 11 for 21 from the field. That's 50% uh, from the field, right? So, I mean, he was just hitting big shot after big shot, finished with two steals and seven assists, six rebounds, right? So just, you know, kind of stuffing it all in uh, tonight, DeJounte Murray did. And I just felt he was that guy when the moments were there where i was getting worried about tonight's game he was there to step up and 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 kind of answer darren fox because darren fox is really all they they had going tonight for sacramento um my dad was there at the game tonight shout out really to, to yeah shout out to my dad i don't know if he's watching right now maybe maybe not but um he and my uncle who's a veteran right it was veterans night over there. oh so yeah they, yeah so they, they definitely went to this game to just go have fun and um he was telling me that he was walking around in the third quarter and he can tell every everybody had this feeling, right? Everyone was just like, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And I was just like, man, everybody knows. Everybody just <laughs> knows not to get too ahead of themselves yet. But DeJounte Murray was that guy who who kept balancing that out for me tonight. So he's he's definitely getting my game ball. Who, uh, who are you dishing it out to, Jude? Well, you know, uh, to be honest with you, going into this game, what I had written down was Devin. But since I already kind of talked about him, I'm going to roll with DeJounte too. And really, that was kind of going to be my disclaimer before I yeah. even mentioned Devin was like, at this point of the season, it's kind of like, other than the Thunder yeah. game, DeJounte could be given the game ball every night. Yeah. And he's earning that contract. He's looking like a dude who I know that this year we're not a championship contender, but in the future when the Spurs will once again be a championship contender, DeJounte's looking like a guy who can be a piece on a championship team, whether that's one, two, or three. I mean, DeJounte is still 25 years old, so he's going to keep getting better. That's yet to be seen. But he is proving how valuable he is to this organization. And coming into this year, and I believe even Ethan might have mentioned this on a show that we've done together, um, if DeJounte could just get a little better in better, excuse me, in a couple categories, um, getting to 27 and seven, I believe last year is at like 17, five and five or six and six, something like that. Um, and, and that's basically, this is an example of what we saw tonight. We saw six rebounds and, you know, normally he gets more than that, seven assists, uh, 26 points. And then of course, DeJounte's usual two steals and one, you could yeah. argue he got robbed on that De'Aaron Fox foul call. Oh yeah. Phantom, phantom foul call in the eyes of a Spurs fan, right? Uh, we thought that was a great fast break for DeJounte yeah. but regardless um his scoring ability has just become so more consistent this year I mean this was something that I mean I remember thinking that DeJounte could become something like this or wondering or hoping if DeJounte could become something like this when he was training with Kawhi Leonard in 2017 in yeah. the offseason like yeah. I don't know if y'all remember those articles but I do and um 
the way that he's come along to now where he really just feels like on most nights, he's a guy who can go for 20 and beat most guys off the dribble. Um, and against a team like the Kings, and that's no slight to the Kings, they got a better record than us still after this win tonight. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, doing it against you know a team, like this is a team where De- that DeJounte should be able to get around 25 points. And he did that tonight. And I mean, just his overall play, it, it, I mean, what else more can I say? I think I've, I've probably said it all in DeJounte, except for the fact that this is what it was. I remembered um, the way that he's he's getting more air under the ball. He's getting more arc on his shot. That was something that I noticed specifically in tonight's game. There's still some shots where he falls short a little bit, where the ball will be able, you know hit the front of the rim. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely tell that he is still working with Chip England because those, you know, the, those shots are getting a little bit more splashy, if you will. We're seeing a little bit yes. more swishes from DeJounte. Yes. So you love to see that all around from the boy. And uh, he is just he's just going crazy this year for us. You know, just to keep, you know, rolling with DeJounte and, and that shot, man. Uh, there's something about the calmness, I think, is what the big difference is from, you know, previous season is that. It looked a little herky jerky. It looked like he kind of had to, you know, there was a little hesitation, even though he, he, you know, even when he wouldn't hesitate, it kind of felt like there was hesitation there to, to even just shoot it versus, you know, drive or whatever. Um, but that's completely gone. He's stepping into three so pointers. Smooth. He's off the dribble. It's, it's just like butter. It's, you know, it's, 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 there's no wa- wasted motion. It's just one boom off the dribble, just go straight up. And it just, like you said, it's just, it's splash city for, De- for DeJounte and, uh, that's the big step that he's taken this season is just in his jumper because um, everything else he's kind of been doing already uh, last season. I think he took the big jump finishing at the rim. Like I think he grew from game to game last year, finishing through contact, finishing around contact, whatever this year he was, he's been putting that jumper and we, he's definitely been unleashed, but shout out to the whole team. You know, we're going to talk about a lot of glow spots and stuff when, when we continue on in this show um, because everyone had the effort tonight you can tell the focus was there um i don't know if it was just because it was better veterans day and and there were a lot of vets in the house and you know you don't want to you don't want to send them home upset. the camo jerseys the legacy yeah. of the camo jerseys it's a exactly, military yeah. city exactly <laughs> military city usa shout out team team usa basketball i'm repping their shirt right now um but uh yeah so guys that was our, our game ball we're both dishing it out to Dejounte, but great games from from a number of players tonight uh in this big big win for the Spurs. All right, guys. So when we get right back, we're going to go ahead and talk about some big stats of the night. All right, guys, those of you guys that are watching live, thank you guys for hanging out. And if you're listening to this post live through Apple or, or uh, Spotify podcast, make sure you go down and rate the podcast. I see uh, the chat rooms firing up right now. I see we got Zach Montana, um from spurs way podcast he was at the game shout out uh zach for for taking that energy and, and blowing up the at&t an Center. og an yeah. og in the game <laughs> that's right uh shout out to trevor schultz as well patreon member in the uh live chat um so thank you guys for hanging out live and if you're listening to this if you're wondering you know when we do live shows go ahead and check out SpursTubeTV.com and you can find out everything you need to there all right so uh jude we're gonna go ahead and talk about some big stats of the night now they're they're probably plenty that we can pick through in a win Snowman. like this yeah uh, but we're just some that that stood out to you tonight 
Yeah. So the big one for me, you know, I wrote this down even before it was completely finished. Mm -hmm. Um, and technically now I'm looking at it. We we actually have one more three point shooter in there because my man Wee's camp came in and hit one. Uh, but before him, six guys hitting threes for the Spurs, six different guys that, I mean, Mm -hmm. that is huge. And I wrote it down when it was just five, you know, and I was like, that's a huge thing. And technically, like I said, it's actually seven. If you want to give uh, Weezy Camp some love there at the end. By the way, Weezy F Baby, I think it should be his nickname. (laughs) The key Um, to the ladies. No, 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 Weezy Weezy F Bucket. That's what I was going to say. There you go. Yeah, when he hits threes. But, um, I mean, the shooting overall, I mean, what was the percentage? Like, okay, 54% or 56% from three from yeah. for the Spurs tonight on top of six different dudes hitting it. You went 18 for 32. Mm-hmm. This is something that the Spurs and Spurs fans have been asking for probably since Kawhi left. I mean, in all honesty, and that's no offense to DeMar DeRozan. We know he's going crazy right now with the Bulls, and we, we only got love for him. But at the same time, you know, that kind of black hole mid-range offense we had to deal with for so many years with LaMarcus and um, and and DeMar, you know, it was completely out of the picture tonight. I know that we still have had some three-point struggles this year, but, I mean, I really think that this all starts with Devin Vassell, man. Like I said at the beginning of the show, the way that he came in and was shooting those shots, I just feel like he set the example for the rest of the three-point shooters on the team. And they were like, oh, I can just do that. And I could just do that. And then they did. And then they made their shots. So um, obviously this isn't going to work against everybody. This may not even work against the Kings when Tyrese Halliburton's playing. But still... Uh, with the way that this Spurs season has gone, to just see a night where everybody was in rhythm for three from three, and just see that we can actually like do this, we can go on runs where, hey, like even if Devin gets a little cold, you know what? Then Lonnie's gonna get hot where he hit those three straight threes. You know, we we saw Dejounte pulling up, and even Doug McBuckets had a little bit of a slow start, but at the end, even like when the I forget what moment this was in the fourth quarter, but it was when the um, the Kings cut it to 118, 100, or maybe it was 110, 118. No, it was 118, 100. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh boy, there's like seven minutes left here. Like you said yeah. earlier, you could still, I was like, I don't even trust this 18 point lead, dude. Yeah. And then Doug McBuckets comes in, hits a three. They have to call a timeout. And it's like, everybody was like, oh. Yeah. Yes. And that was literally like the entire game. Because if you look at the box score, we really only like beat them by a significant margin in that first quarter first quarter and uh-huh. then they kept margin you know, oh kept yeah pace with us for the rest of the game but look without those three-point shooters we're not able to keep keep pace with them for the rest of the game and that wouldn't have allowed uh if we didn't shoot like that we would have found ourselves in a much tighter situation down the stretch it's a great point let's talk about let's continue to talk about that three-point shooting man um like you said we'll 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 talk. We'll start with Vassell five for seven. Like he was five for seven. He was five for seven from the field and he was five for seven from the three, like both. You know, I don't know what percentage that is. Is It's over 60 maths. Yeah, whatever. It's (laughs) it's, it's high. Um, You know, so yeah, Vassell was lighting it up tonight. uh, Extremely efficient. 71 actually. 71%. He shot from like in everywhere tonight. Yeah, from everywhere tonight. (laughs) Didn't take no free throws, but that's, that's fine. Um. And tonight, in a game like tonight, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, man, we're lighting it up from the from the three point line. Uh, McDermott, like you said, he put four in the hole. 
uh, one for Keldon. Keldon hit one. He was one for one, right? So that's that's good. It's a good thing. Um, so the shooting was definitely there for us tonight, and and I didn't even realize that. But you're absolutely right. Uh, in the first quarter, we beat them by 14, right? Like it was 34 to 20. And then if you combine, you know, all the other three quarters, we only won by five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it was 34 to 37 in the second quarter, so we won by three points. Uh, we tied in the third, and then we we only won by two points in the in the fourth quarter so it was a game so that is something that that spurs fans should feel excited about they should feel happy about because that is the problem of this team that's been the problem over the past week or two weeks that we've been generating we've been able to generate leads so i don't think anyone needs to look around in that locker room and be like are we good enough to compete no that's not it we are we're good enough we, we can build leads just like everyone else in the nba so you know we're not worse than the the the, the worst team right we, we can we can ball Right. But they held on to it tonight and they had to fight. Thaddeus Young was huge tonight as well. Um, a big stat for me, though, going into tonight was um, what were we going to do with uh, Harrison Barnes? And I was worried about, you know, Jock Landale got, you know, not that he's been playing, but Jock Landale went into Still, um, the, the, the post depth is just done. Yeah. Yes, exactly, man. And then KBD was out, too. I, I'm not sure why Kato was out. Do you, you know he why? had a he had? I believe it was some minor injury. I think it was I think it was his back. They said. Yeah. Um. But it but it's not something that is going to keep him out long because he was there, right? He was there on the bench. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Um, he was there just in street clothes. But I mean, that really did just put all the the load on that and, and drew and i was like drew had a rough start <laughs> drew eubanks like turned it over three times and the first three times he touched it and whatever but uh he, i was like drew get it together man it's a long game we're gonna need you like we're gonna need you to get it together like get it out of your system because i don't i don't see us like who else who else there's no one else right <laughs> and like unless we're gonna play wheeze camp at center like, yeah there was no one else to kind of go next, to that was the only per that's why we had to call both of them up just because just to have some sort of depth so so luckily for us bagley doesn't want to go big either they have freaking chemezi metu playing like the three i don't know what he was or the four he was outside on the perimeter <laughs> yeah, they, almost they all wanted night him, they had him playing the four next to Holmes. So Barnes was their leading scorer coming into tonight. He was like, you know, putting up 22 a game or something like that. We held him to nine points. And I thought that was huge because he has, he's been getting recognition Barnes has like for his play over the first 10 or so games. And, uh, you know, he was my biggest worry tonight because he's one of those guys that just always eight. plays well, just always plays well against us. Um, and we held him. And not only that, but. For most of this game, it was only Darren Fox and Chimezi Metu who were in double figures uh i think mitchell ended up with 13 as well uh healed ended up with 12 they kind of got a couple late there in the fourth quarter but for the most part man we we were doing some 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 really good things on defense and just kind of holding uh the rest of the team you know keeping them in check tonight was was a huge stat for me and and uh i was worried about that rebound number they let me see how do we do we got we tied with them actually. We tied with them in the rebounding column. So that, considering their size advantage, I'm I'm cool with that tonight. Obviously, yeah. there's gonna be bigger problems going forward, you know, when you gotta play some teams like the Pacers, like we've already seen, who yeah. run those like big bigs. But tonight to be able to compete like that on the on the boards was huge. But also you talked about the defense on Harrison Barnes. I wanna say Devin was on him most of the night when mm -hmm. he was out there. So Shout out to Devin, not only on the offensive side of the floor tonight, but there's another thing that kind of went unnoticed during the game. Played yeah. well on defense against one of the leading scorers. I didn't even realize Harrison Barnes 
had been doing yeah. that in the first 10 games. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, he's, he's, he's looking like uh golden state Harrison Barnes a little bit, but I mean, this is going to, this is going to balance out a little bit. Again, no Tyrese Halliburton. Um, you know, we don't really know how much that affects this whole equation. You know, we'll play Sacramento again throughout the season um, and see, see what that looks like. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, those are some of the, the big stats for me. You got any more big stats before we move on? I mean, like I said, it's really all just shooting tonight. Overall, they shot 53% too, which is super impressive as well. Oh, and, and just another one, uh, Eubanks 10 for 13 from the free throw line. That would not have happened last year. That would not have happened last year. Yeah. So shout out to Eubanks for getting the work in on the free throws. I felt like he wanted to show Chemezi, you know, that, hey, the Spurs the Spurs made the right choice Bro, by picking me. Chemezi was trying so hard. Just like, you know, they get every, even in the preseason, they just let him go crazy against. I'm like, dude, what yeah. are you doing? You're going to lose the game if you let Chemezi shoot like six threes or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm like, uh, please. <laughs> yeah, we're like, go ahead, dude. Give him like, the green light. But <laughs> does, does Chemezi have to be a Spur killer threes, too? seven threes, bro. Uh, I know that's what I'm saying. He was like on the perimeter. He wasn't, he wasn't doing much on the inside and which is interesting uh, because I mean, he was out there and they had him doing that. And that was just, I don't know. He only does that against the Spurs. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure because I was watching the Kings yeah. broadcast and I'm pretty sure they were saying like on the year, Chemezi is one for three for threes. But tonight they were just like, Oh, it's your old team, bro. Go crazy. That's yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. It's Chemezi Metu. <laughs> yeah, Drew Drew is like not in my house, not tonight. Um, you know, a couple a couple other little big ones that we can kind of lean on is that we only had eight turnovers to their 14, right? That's we huge. we we forced them to 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 turn it over 14 times. That's good. We had 10 steals to which is which is I think we're averaging around 9 or so. So so that that's that's big. Um to their four steals, right? Uh points in the paint, they they did get us there uh by Makes eight. Sense. By eight, 56 Alex to 48. Lynn and Holmes Alex Lynn, man. He was he's give, seven foot and he's he got giving a six, us a business. dude on him. Him versus Thaddeus Young was like fun to watch in a way because it was like, yeah, he's big, but that also can <laughs> go to work. That was was huge. He got, I think he boxed him out, got a board one time. So credit to him there. Yeah, there you go, Thad. Get dirty. Get, get, <laughs> get dirty. He had 17 points tonight, one block, one steal, eight assists, five rebounds, seven seven for 10 Dad from the field, 17. 70%. I didn't even realize he had 17. No, I mean, he's been playing really good. Do not get me wrong, but he he scores a quiet 17, man. It's just those little, little hooks yes. every once in a while. But, I mean, you love to see it when you look at the box score at the end of the game. Eight assists, too. That's something you love to see out of a big man. It is so weird to see him play that center position successfully, like successfully. Cause like, yeah, we've been seeing him play it and it's like, okay, the Spurs obviously, you know, want to maybe fit him into like a, like a small ball TJ, TJ or T, PJ Tucker. Um, it's kind of like Draymond. I never yeah, thought like about Draymond that. Is real, yes, exactly. And, and it's like, oh, he can like, he's really smart and he can really put the ball on the, on the experience on the money like like to a cutter if it's off the bounce pass or just like the, the the dump off he's super smart and he's been able to finish with that little like hook it's it's like he i love it it's like i love it he's not trying to like when he gets the ball down low he finishes but it's because yeah. he gets it he doesn't try to like you know get all fancy on the big that he's just, that's he's going against he just he's huge that is young is huge he's so broad he just gives you like one boom like and creates that little bit of space and he's he's going up with his outside hand and he's putting on the on the floor but dad you blew it dad 
we had a we had a beautiful 2014 ball movement. That's the only way I can say beautiful game ball movement play. Where Is this like, the turnover? Dish, dish. No, no, it was it was like dish, dish, pass, pass, dish, pass, 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 dish, and then uh, someone dumped it off to Thaddeus Young. It was it was like in the fourth quarter, and and okay. he just. He goes up and and he misses it. It was like wide open. That's right. No, that was DeJounte driving in, giving him this perfect pass where he was just like surprised that DeJounte was even going to make the extra pass in that situation Mm -hmm. and went up and it just didn't go. It was like, oh. It's like he went to just go lay it in real soft and it just like died on the rim and fell out. Like, oh, Thad, you ruined a a beautiful highlight. A beautiful highlight. Um, So, but other than that, Thad, you, you were great, right? So, uh, thank you guys for watching right now. If you're watching live, make sure to smash that like button down below. If you're uh, enjoying this episode, subscribe to the channel. We're dropping a lot of content here on the channel. A lot of, um, you know, post-game content of what the Spurs are talking about after the game. Also, I'm doing this weekly Spurs versus the NBA series. Um, you know, try. I'm going to try to do some more fil- film room, br- uh, film breakdown episodes coming up, just to let you guys know. Um in the future, but all right, let's go ahead and talk about some glow spots. Like if we haven't been talking about those all night long, <laughs> this whole episode already, but we're going to talk a little bit more about some, some bright spots, Spurs nation. Um, if you're watching right now, live or post live, let me know in the comments or in the live chat, who gets your game ball? What are your big stats and what is your glow and growth spot for tonight? Um, all right, so let's go ahead and talk about some glow spots. All right, I'm gonna throw it to you first, Jude. Uh, what's like one of the glow spots from tonight that <laughs> that you liked? No, yeah. So I had I had shooting written down. So that's something that we've also already talked about. It was literally just shooting from the three point line. But yeah. you know, when I look at the stat sheet at the end of the game, uh, seeing Kelton go out and get twelve on a night where he didn't score too much. Uh, that's something that you really like to see as well. He had four assists and three steals too. Mm-hmm. I think that may be a career high on steals for Keldon. I don't know if he's had a three steal game before, mm-hmm. um, but the way that he was able to find ways to contribute, even when like, you know, he knew his role in this game, if it makes sense there. And like you said, there's a lot of things that we could go to. Um, I mean, Eubanks having 18 tonight. Uh, that's something that you'd love to see. Um, I'm, that's that might be a career high for him, right? Uh, maybe that, that yeah, might we be. gotta look at that yeah yeah we do need to look at that um the way that that i mentioned this a little bit earlier that lonnie and Bryn were able to um get into rhythm after starting the game kind of not in rhythm the way that they were able to kind of seamlessly put themselves into the flow of the offense when the offense started flowing if that makes sense yeah um you love to see that uh, but like I said, I mean, it's just the offensive onslaught, honestly, the the offensive efficiency and and the way that we were able to keep pace with them, even when they were scoring like 30 points a quarter, um, just that that never say die attitude. And if you guys watch this channel, you may have watched the clips that you made of like what Spurs say after the game. And in the last one, we heard Pop talk about like NBA teams don't die. They don't quit. And, you know, I think that the guys got the message. That was, I think, the overall takeaway from this game is that the guys heard what he was saying. And even though they let him score a lot after they went up, they scored a lot also. So they made sure that it turned out to be a W. And you're absolutely right when you're talking about Forbes and Walker. I'm going to I'm going to definitely give Walker some shine right now, man, because. He's in the growth spot almost every every game for me. I'm just like (laughs) Lonnie, Lonnie, Lonnie. Right. Um, 
but tonight, you know, five uh, for 11 from the field, two for five from three, three. He got to the free throw line a couple times. That's that's huge because one of my biggest things is, is you know, one of my issues with Lonnie is his aggressiveness and, and is willing to kind of go through contact and seek it out. Um, tonight, he did a little bit better at that. He had a rebound. <laughs> he had a rebound, which is <laughs> which is good. Um, for real, though, I mean, he had four fouls. Or wait, how many fouls? No, he had one foul. Sorry. That was Devin Vassell. That was Devin. Four. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Walker and Forbes combining for 30 points off the bench was is what you can say is the difference. It's like we've been kind of getting DeJounte every game. We've been getting uh, Vassell every game so far. Um, you know, Thaddeus Young has been kind of trending upwards. But it's it's Lonnie being able to, to bring it. Forbes, 6 for 11 from the field crazy shots a bunch of shots that i hate I him taking doug mcdermott you know, in that category too not for to interrupt sure. you but no yeah for no for absolutely right um you know so it was just a massive production from the supporting cast and i don't know if it was that we're at home or or what i know a lot of these guys are playing better at home so far this season uh so you know uh those two guys could have easily without their 30 points i mean look we're we're down we're down 10 or 15 or something like that. We're losing this game by 10 or 15 points. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely, I agree with you, man. The shooting was 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 the story of the night. And uh, and those two guys brought it off the bench, man, for sure. I think the intensity, that's something else too. That kind of just ties into the whole, like, you know, NBA teams don't quit. Um, like, I loved the way, like, Keldon's been kind of doing this all year, but I felt it was a little bit different tonight we're like mid play he would like if somebody went and made a great play he would like yell at them while they're running back down the court yeah. or like there was that one time where he got a rebound and then it was right after Devin missed a three and instead of going back up with it which we would have seen from Keldon probably last year he swings it right back out to Devin and what does Devin do I think that was Devin's actually first two shots of the night first was a mystery gets it right back to him shoots it again oh, yeah. swish and you saw DeJounte specifically kind of get hyped up at Keldon saying like hey that's like the right play to make yes like you making that extra pass like that that is such like a growth if we, i know we're talking about growth spot that would have been a growth spot for keldon and tonight it was a glow spot so i mean if we can see that you know with guys just making the extra pass instead of just being like oh i'm right under the basket let me go up with it um you know making smart plays like that is just going to be huge for our team moving forward Man, that's a great point too, man. Keldon Johnson, there was that that play that you're talking about where where DJ just gave him a big like prop at the timeout for for making that pass, and um, there was another one to Doug McDermott, I think in transition, right where he kind of stopped and he did that like that little turnaround scoop behind me because mm -hmm. he knew he was trailing behind him, and and uh, yeah, it was like Keldon didn't have to force it tonight. He was really leaning on his teammates and you know, he should kind of be that guy, but you know, we, we need guys to hit shots. Keldon needs guys to hit shots. Keldon plays better when everyone's hitting shots around him. That's, I think, I think we know that And when we need to rely on Keldon to make shots, we're in trouble, you know, like we're, we're struggling in a lot of areas then. Um, so great production. I didn't realize that Drew Eubanks had 18 points tonight. <laughs> Jesus, 10 points from the, from the free throw line. Um, that's great. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, I, I, if you want to, if we want to kind of talk about that, because there's a lot of people in our comment section that is like, you guys make excuses for Eubanks. Eubanks is not, you know, Eubanks is trash. Eubanks is just bad. <laughs> like, and you know, we we've kind of we were on like it was kind of like I don't know. I think some of them didn't get that we were like the whole thing was kind of a joke with Eubanks. Like, 
it's because it's Drew Eubanks. That's why we're like, he's the greatest player of all time. Like he's not actually, we're just, we're just saying that because it's Drew Eubanks. Right. And just the mentality that he plays with. And he, and we've also said that like he struggled throughout the year. Um, but we still felt like, Hey, like there's some things that Drew Eubanks does that, you know, make him an NBA player for a reason. Yes. Um, what is obviously tonight, probably best scoring performance we've ever seen from him, even if it's mainly from the line. But what are kind of your overall thoughts on on Eubanks this year and just him as a player moving forward? I think he's definitely NBA ready. Like, the, the, that shouldn't be a question anymore, like, amongst Spurs fans. is like, oh, Eubanks, is he, is he trash? Like, like, no, like, that should not be even a thing anymore. Maybe two years ago um, when he was kind of getting spot minutes here, call-ups from the G League maybe, but... At this point, we know we know what he does. We've always known what he does well, and he's shown over last season, getting some minutes last season, and definitely in the beginning of this season, is that he can do those things on a night-to-night basis. He can get you blocks. He can defend the rim. He's able to finish a little bit better around around the basket. We can't really ask him to play make yet and yeah. to be a passer. He makes quite mistakes yet. still. <laughs> he makes mistakes. Everybody does. Yeah. And you know, a, a, a kind of a disappointing thing for me. Not and it's not really on him. It's just that I was. You know, we were hearing from Drew all offseason that he was going to be shooting the ball. <laughs> you know, he shot like one he air ball three, three games he, he ago s- and splashed the first one and then airballed like bricked it bad. And Pop yeah. was like, never shoot again. And yeah. like, that's literally what he said on the sideline. But why you love Drew is I can go back to that play against Dallas where where he turns it over off a bad pass like we're talking about. Right. It's like he's, he makes like a bad pass a game. Right. And that's fine. You can chalk. You can live with one or two bad passes from Drew again because he's he's giving you so much more aggression, defense, attitude. Uh, he's he's solid. Um, but that play against Dallas, he turned it over to Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. came, brought it right back to his I face and tried this. to jam yeah. it on him. And he it. just swatted that stuff. So that shows you that he has the ability, and I was looking for it tonight, to, to uh, brush things off and keep playing next play mentality. Because, you know, you don't want Drew, and it's the same thing with his three-point shot. I wish he can forget about it already and, and shoot it once or twice um, a game. Check yourself. Check it. Are you hot or not? You know what I mean? Like, let it fly at least once or twice. If it's an air ball, then, yeah, just don't shoot it again the rest of the game. <laughs> but but that's the character in the dude. Um, and and that as a coach, it's like uh, he he moves up a lot of points. Like, he gets a lot of points to have that mentality. Um, and Drew, I, I love what he does. I don't, I don't, I've, I've always been on the Drew train since he was in the G League when it was like him or Chemezi. Who's it going to be? Mm-hmm. I was always like, it's Drew. It's not even It's not even a question. Drew does great things like bring energy and, and defense and tenacity. He's never going to do too much. You know what I mean? He's always going to do whatever you need him to do. So um, I think in the moment right now where he's asked to step up, I think that was a huge opportunity for Drew. I mean, like massive, undrafted whatever, blah, 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 you you work, you work, you work, you work, always knowing that I'm putting in this work because in the future, there's going to be an opportunity. And whenever that opportunity comes, I have to be ready or it's on me. And and that's that's like a cross for any sport and any job or whatever and, and anyone in any walk of life. But to show that Drew, I mean, you can say that Drew has stepped up in, in all regards. He's not Jakob. He's not going to bring what Jakob brings to the table. But to insert him in the starting lineup, I think was a major opportunity for him. I don't think he's lost that yet. I think that has been kind of coming along saying like, hey, I should start. <laughs> you know, I should probably yeah. be the one starting. Because but it makes he, sense because it, he's yeah. like, I mean, how old is Thaddeus Young? How long has he been in the league? You know what I mean? And you compare Eubanks. He's really still kind of a developmental project to an extent. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like we're still working with Drew, uh, you know, so like you said, we can't trust him to play make yet, but like, it's not like he, his ceiling is necessarily like to an extent we know what Drew is going to be, but he's also still 24, right? Yes. He has a, he, he, um, moves up his own ceiling. We're like, Oh, this is a ceiling. And then he's like, no, no, you, you see it. Okay. It's higher. It's higher. It's higher. And you see it in flashes, but, um, you know, I think that he has just, it was, a, it was a Spurs move. It was like the Spurs aren't going to start that over him because he's next and they're going to give him that opportunity. I thought they should. I was like, it's basketball. My basketball mind was like, start that because of blah, blah, blah. But they were like, hey, next man up mentality. Next man up is Drew. And Drew has to lose it, has to lose his spot. I feel like that's how the Spurs work. They're not just, we're not like a profile team. Oh, Thad's a veteran guy. His name, it means he's going to start. No, he's going to have to earn it and go through games and this and that, in which he, he kind of is. But Drew, I love what he's been bringing to the table, man. So I, I'm glad you asked about him. He He's a highlight definitely in this in this kind of rough spot that we're in with our bigs where we need Drew every single night. And just, I guess, one more thing on this. Like, you know, we need Drew every single night. But And the other thing is, though, too, hey, if Zach Collins and or Jock Landale, obviously we know Jakob is ahead of him in the in the pecking order. But if Zach Collins and, and maybe or maybe Zach Collins and Jock Landale are more skilled than him and end up being the better players. But as of right now, like Drew's doing a lot for us, like you said. So I don't I don't think he's trash and all that for sure. <laughs> no way. There's no way he's trash. Every no. single game he goes up and and bodies somebody, blocks somebody and and makes very minimal mistakes and that is hard to do in the NBA. Uh so big shout out to Drew for hold, for holding it down. And if this was his career night, um I, I wanted to bring this up in my episode that I that I let out today, but I said it a week ago, I think, or two weeks ago. That's why I didn't. Every week so far this season, we've had a different Spurs player achieve a career high in something. Interesting. Right? Like first week, it was Doug McDermott, seven threes in a game, right? He had never hit that many threes. The next week, it was Jakob Pertl with like 28 against Dallas or whatever it was. Last week, was, which was week three, it was Devin Vassell against Dallas, career high. Now, if this, you know is his career high. He becomes the fourth different Spurs player to kind of, you know, push his career high numbers a little bit up a little bit. So, you know, that's, that just goes to show that the ball is moving and, and, and this is a career high. I just Googled it. Awesome. He had 17 against the Sixers last March and tonight is 18. So awesome, man. Big ups for Drew. Where's this Drew's trash? You're trash. All right. Yeah. You go, you, you go play against the bigs in the NBA. <laughs> there, there's a lot of bigs out there that, that wish they can, they can get those minutes and, and do what he does, man. So um, yeah, the sky's the limit for Drew. All right. So we're going to talk about some growth spots. That's some areas that we can still improve on moving forward uh, when we get right back. Okay. So, you know, it can be from tonight's game or it can just kind of be like moving a moving forward type growth spot for you. Like, you know, you know, we, we got uh, we got a game on Friday, right? Against Dallas. It's Dallas, right? I believe so. For the yes, third yes, time. Yes. Right. We got Dallas on Friday. So it can kind of be a little bit of like, you know, a, a foreshadowing growth spot or one from tonight. You know, what's what's something that stood out for you? So I have two things. One is a player. And one is like just an overall thing. I'll talk about that. So just consistency overall in general. Obviously, that was that we saw that more tonight 
than we have in other games, but we need to see this continue. Um, it, it really has to do with everything. It's the intensity. You saw that as the game progressed. You didn't just see that in the first quarter burst. It continued to happen as the game went on, even when Sacramento started throwing punches back. And in the mm-hmm. second half, Deer and Fox really got in rhythm. Also, our defensive rotations, uh, we need to be consistent in those because there are times that you know, we're having DeJounte matched up on Alex Len or whatever it may be. Uh, some of that was KBD being out. Um, so him coming back will kind of help with our, you know, front court defensive rotations. Um, but I'm going to get to my player here. Mm-hmm. And on the Spurs night where everybody played great, it felt like Derek White found a way to <laughs> not play well and score two points. And it's not even that, like, like you said, he he's doing good things on defense every mm-hmm. game. You know, mm-hmm. it may not be a perfect defensive game, but like overall, he's playing really solid on defense basically every game. You know, still passed the ball around, had six assists. If you mm-hmm. want to roll with the plus minus, I mean, he was still plus twelve. Like, had a positive effect on the court, but his off, he's just not finding his his role and his space or whatever you want to call it in this offense. It's just like I remember. Like two years ago, when we were like, can DeJounte and Derek play together? And then it was like last year, we saw the Charlotte game right before they got COVID. We saw a little bit more of that. You know, there was a little bit more kind of PR that came out that like, we want them to play together. We think they can play together. Separate just kind of dispelled it. And now it feels like we're back at the same place now that the keys to the car are in those two guys' hands. And, you know, one is excelling very much. And the other is unfortunately struggling in what everybody talks about and what everybody brings attention to, which is offense. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm watching this game and I'm watching Derek white play. And, and honestly, there's times where I think where's, where is he like, why is like, I I can't look at the game and compare his, like what I see to what I see in the stats, like almost every night. Cause like, again, the defense, Exactly. It's huge for me. It's huge for me. I, to me, I'm like, I cannot not have that on the floor. And you know, he was one for six tonight. What was he one for six, one for six tonight from the field. He only took six shots, but in the game, I don't really find myself thinking like he needs to take more or he needs to, you know, like, like, like there's opportunity, you know, or he should have taken it here or he should have taken it there because like you said, the six assists, he's playmaking. He's doing a great job finding drew. He's doing a great job finding the bigs when he's attacking to the rim, but he's not being able to put the ball in the hole. Coach Pop talked about that. Uh, if it was last game, I believe, yep. and they asked yep. him about about Derek, and he was like, "Derek's having a, a very hard time, right, in a lot of different ways." Um, but then he talked about him on defense and how he's like next level. But um, you know, the question remains: Yes, with those two guys, we've only seen in small samples. I love that Charlotte game reference. That was if those of you guys that don't know what we're talking about. Just go look. At the highlights from from last season of that you know Spurs versus Charlotte game, and they combined my for favorite game of last year. I was about to say that was one of my favorite games too, man, because it was it was the juices were going. They were it's right they before were the going. winter storm, if y'all remember that. It was the last yeah. Spurs game before the, we were all locked inside. <laughs> Ironic, right? It was yeah. like it's nature headed out for us, man, here in Texas mm-hmm. last year. But um, you know, I I he was he he took two threes, he missed them both. I almost they weren't feel- even bad misses too. Like that's the other thing with his threes. Sometimes I feel like they just pop in and out of the, the bucket. Like it's like, man, it's like a touch thing. It's like a touch thing. It's a mental thing. It's not anything like where, where it concerns me too much. Honestly, it's even in losses. 
I don't ever like look at Derek and I, I it's it's kind of funny because in all these losses that we've covered so far in the growth spot, I, I don't ever bring them up. I don't ever bring them up. And I don't know. I don't know why. I think it's just because like when someone defends like he does, I don't want to knock him. You know, like yeah. I don't want I don't, I don't want to knock him. You feel like he did his part. Like at the exactly. End of the day, like someone like else, he, someone else score, you know, like yeah, someone else do the things because no one else is doing what he does. Like and I always kind of have to do it on both sides. Yeah. But we need him to. And a lot of, yep. you know, I, I know you guys bring up his contract a lot and that he's the highest paid player and all this stuff like that. But look, like he's the highest paid player, but by a very small margin to yes. DeJounte and even Doug McDermott, who's had a, a, a up and down year. He's getting paid just like as much as those two guys are. Maybe like a million less, right? Like, like just they're real close that's a to good each point. other. You know what I mean? So, but, but the money. I think he, that's it's, why it's, Spurs it's fans are like clamoring. Like why they're like, oh my gosh, Derek's not playing good and, or he's not scoring. So they're like, and we're paying him all this money. Like he needs to be doing what DeJounte is doing because DeJounte is killing it kind of on both sides of the court. Now that Man, I think DeJounte, about it. Yeah. DeJounte is taking, so, is taking the load right now. And, and look, we all know it. We know that during the season there's, there's for everybody, there's highs and there's lows. And right now it's, a it's, it's, it's a low, it's a low for Derek white, but we're going to definitely need him. Like, he, a lot throughout He's the season. He's gonna have to be scoring, man. Yeah, and I think he. I think they'll fall. I just feel like in his mind, he's like, I'm not gonna force it because I don't feel it. Like I'm not feeling it. Is there? There's gonna be a game where maybe I do, and maybe he, you know, he he lets it go a little bit more. But um, consistency on the offensive end is definitely a growth spot for him in the first in this whole season so far. And you know, I don't know why. I don't know if it's. I honestly, I, I don't know. But I, I. I never see him as a negative. Let me see if he was a plus minus tonight. He was a plus no, 12. No, he's plus 12. Yeah, you know, which yeah. Is a crazy thing. That's that's why like I was shout out to Zach Montana who who was in the chat room earlier. Uh he he brought this up to uh an episode or two ago when he was when he was on. He's like I don't really trust the plus minus stat because you can't just use it by itself. It's like you have to also watch the game and then you yeah, got to use your exactly. eye test and then you got to use your 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 stats and whatever and you kind of put them together. And and to me, that's always like the case with Lonnie. I'm like Lonnie's eye test never passes his, you know that they they never correlate for me. But Derek White, I mean, I don't know, man. He's definitely a a, a big growth spot for us. I don't want to like sound like we're 11 games in. It's yeah. like we need to give him his due diligence. But but as of right now, we're gonna need him to step up in bigger games offensively. Yeah, and it's like his drives to me. The only the only real thing I see with Derek White where I'm like, oh, come on, Derek is when he's driving to the hoop and he throws up some garbage, like, yeah, you know, away from contact or just misses a bunny or whatever. It's, it's those drives at the rim where I feel like he doesn't even have it there right now. You know what I mean? So he's got to get it together for sure, man. Um, let me see growth spot moving forward for me. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of just looking long-term here and, and just building off this, off this, uh, off this performance tonight. Can we start building, you know, positive habits? Can we can we carry this into the next game? To me, that's Is a gross this spot. just a one off. That's yes, a great point. I'm not going to pick on this game. I, I I told myself before the show started, I was like, I'm not going to nitpick on anybody tonight. You know, I was like, we won by 20 or whatever. It was a great night. Um, I've been wanting the AT and T Center to kind of have a night like tonight. Um, it's been a little while, so I was like, I'm not going to get negative on it. So my big thing for the gross spot is just look, man, we got. We got challenges, bro. Like these these first 20, 40 games are not easy. And we're gonna have to do this against bad teams and but more majority very good playoff teams, caliber teams in these first 20, 40 games. 
Um, so it's just like, hey, Dallas is coming into the house on Friday. Um, I'm gonna be, we're gonna be doing a show. I think Ethan's gonna be on yes, with me, he is. right? Ethan so, will. so those of you guys that are watching right now, make sure to go subscribe to. Where are you? There you are. Make sure you go and subscribe <laughs> to SSPN, guys. SSPN um, on YouTube and then on Apple and Spot and Spotify as well, right? Um, yes, sir. So, but eat the your co-host Ethan's gonna be with me on on Friday. So, I would really hate for us to to blow another close game against Dallas like okay let's 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 build like let's build let's let's close this one out let's let's go through a challenge it's not going to be easy hopefully we can kind of contain Brunson that would be a big just positive moving forward um and just uh, closing out a game another win at home would be huge i think for this team right now um to build something positive and go on a win streak kind of going on into the into the future so that's just my growth spot just absolutely just don't leave it <laughs> don't leave it here, right? Like, don't just make don't make it a one-off. Absolutely. Yes, don't don't make it a one-off. And I'm and I'm looking at guys like Lonnie. I'm looking at guys like Forbes. I'm looking at at uh at at uh, McDermott, right? KJ, like the way he played tonight was perfect. And then like like we can beat a bad team by 20 points with Derek White only scoring two points and Keldon Johnson only scoring eight points. Again, the 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 powers here on this team, like that's two like, starters. Yes, that's two stars. That's what I'm saying. The bench was huge tonight, and and yeah. they were they were the difference. And there's going to be nights where it's flipped. The starters do great, and the bench struggles, and and whatever. It's it's, it's a roller coaster season, right? <laughs> um, Murphy's Law. Anything that can happen will happen, right? Go check out the latest episode I dropped today. I had a lot of fun putting that one together. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, just that that's my growth spot, and you know, let's just keep it rolling, Spurs Nation. All right. So, um, that's going to be it here tonight, guys. Uh, for this for this uh after the buzzer post game show uh jude why don't you let everybody know where they can find you man yeah you can find me on twitter at jude mclaren it's just my name no spaces no nothing like that spelled right like it is here and then uh you can also follow my co-host ethan quintero it's just at ethan underscore quintero uh and you can find us both on sspn on youtube or on apple or spotify so if you miss one of the live shows or you're just driving somewhere you want to listen to us try us out go check us out on the podcast platforms and then also go watch our show on youtube we do some post games just like this um and we do some lives as well just talking about the season and some other uploads and some other content that you know isn't just a post game but just kind of summarize how everything is like our latest video, which we just graded every player, their performance so far throughout the season. So if you love the Spurs, just like we do come check us out. Thanks for checking us out. If you do. And uh, that's all Rob. Thanks for having me on my guy. No, man, it's been awesome. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you for, for uh, hopping on, man. Uh, I've been waiting for one of these wins, you know, like, yes, much needed. Yes. Cause <laughs> like on the last show, I think the last show we did was Dallas. It was Zach and I, and remember that one it went on down to the wire and i'm like yes, again yes yes let's go let's go and then like oh man no one's gonna show up for this post game show <laughs> like i'm like oh we need some wins man we need we need we need people showing up man after the buzzer so um no uh thank you guys for for hanging out live though um you know i want to focus in on you guys right now the all 30 some of you guys that have been here tonight i know it's a late episode um you know this show is is one that we're going to be doing uh, throughout the whole season uh right now the schedule i'll kind of be releasing it here and there on uh, the website so make sure you guys go ahead and check out SpursTubeTV.com. there's a lot of content there for you guys it's, it's 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 gearing up to be like your hub you know your spurs content hub um because a lot of you guys probably don't know of of awesome content creators like like jude over here and and over, 
dang it, keep getting this wrong. <laughs> like Jude over here and Ethan the over there. Mirrored, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for sure. So, you know, um, go check out the website, smash the subscribe uh, button. We're close to 3K on this channel. We're going to get there sooner or later. So thank you guys for hanging out, Spurs Nation. That's going to be it tonight. Um, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, thank you for listening to this. Uh, appreciate you stopping by. And go Spurs go. Catch you guys on the next one. Friday. Adios, Spurs Nation.